welcome to a raw perspective a fresh point of view i'm your host richard anthony wallace once again in the lab happy december everyone again we are embarking on 2020 who would have thought we would have made it to 2020 but yet we are here near 2020. now the topic for today is a blessing and a curse when it comes to technology. Ah, yes. Technology. We use it every single day. Hell, that's how you're listening to this podcast right now. Through technology. I'm going to talk about some of the positives that it's brought and then a lot of the negatives that it has brought through society. Now, technology has been around if you want to count technology since the beginning of time. It, it has transformed the way that we have experienced life and making it easier for us as human beings. We didn't see a economic boom until, I would say, the dial-up years up until the D, DSL years into the Wi-Fi years. Technology has been ever-increasing with the dot-com era booming where you had about four years to be a millionaire when it came to the dot-com era, and now we are in the billionaire sequence of social media and being able to connect people from vast across the globe. This has been a, a true blessing for a lot of individuals. Technology has been a positive for individuals from various different countries being able to connect with other individuals here domestically at an at a click of a button. You can FaceTime someone over in Japan, over in France by a click of a button. Sure, there's time zone differences, but if there is stable enough internet, you are able to interact and connect with these individuals like nothing has ever happened. And that has been a real positive, especially if you're trying to conduct business. You can conduct business with individuals from various different countries. And there is nothing that hinders that. That That is a true marvel and a true feat that I wasn't really expecting, but then it just happened. Have you always noticed that with technology, everything has come organically and we just have conformed to the way that technology has dictated our lives it's it's like oh it's convenient here we go oh i want to contact my oldest brother that lives in london let me just facetime him right now sure there's a six hour time difference but so it's one o'clock here in illinois it's seven o'clock over there in europe you can still have a conversation if i wanted to talk to my other brother that's in atlanta it's only an hour time difference if I wanted to talk to friends in various different states, depends on the time difference, but it's easy and it's at a click of a button as long as you have viable internet access and internet connection. We have our entertainment via technology. If you look at the social media platforms that we have, we get our media entertainment through Twitter, through Instagram, through Facebook. We watch movies and streams stream different movies through Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix, the whole gamut. Uh, cable seems to be 
obsolete during that time. It is it has been very convenient for you to utilize things. Even if you go to a grocery store, there is auto self checkout kiosks where you don't need a a teller to check you out. You can do it on your own. And it has been truly a a blessing to just have that level of convenience in in technology. Technology has done great things. It is it has really brought us closer together. And that is something that I truly appreciate about the way that technology has been utilized. It has brought up various different topics for us to discuss that wouldn't have been have the platform to do if we didn't have the use of technology. Anything that's going viral today, uh, it could be a positive message and people can be on board with it because of the way that technology has been utilized. It, it has become very salient in our lives. And that is something that I do appreciate about technology because it's just so quick, fast, and convenient. That was five minutes praising technology. Now let's talk about some of the negative implications of technology. I've talked about all the different streaming services that we have via social media. They're all great and they're all blessings, but technology has also been a curse. We've been consumed by technology. We have it dictate our lives. It's like we can't even think for ourselves anymore. We ask Siri to do anything or Alexa or this because of the convenience factor. Uh, a Pixar movie by the name of Wally gives a great depiction of how individuals are when they are surrounded by technology. You have all these individuals that are driving around in their recliners having everything done and catered towards them. We have everything catered towards us by a click of a button through apps. If we want to have food, we can click a button through an app. If we want to have relationships, we can swipe this way to find an interaction with, with an individual. If we want to be entertained through any media of watching a movie, we can click a button. It is very convenient. I remember a time when I was younger and that I looked forward to trips to Blockbuster. Now, if you don't know what Blockbuster is, there is something that's called Wikipedia. You can Wikipedia it. You can Google it. It was a store where you would go with your family and you would look for movies for you to watch. And we used to enjoy that. Hell, that's how I used to get my video games as well. You would buy a video game. You would play the video game because you didn't want to buy it for 60 bucks. Go from there. Now everything is streamed. I haven't been to Blockbuster. Blockbuster is obsolete anyway. I think it went out of business. They might have a streaming service, but it's not to the level of Netflix, Hulu, or Disney Plus, which are the big three right now. And you can't really have anything that's tangible. DVDs are obsolete. CDs are obsolete. We stream everything. Everything is streamed. You listening to this podcast is a stream. It is not a physical copy. Everything is streamed. There is nothing more tangible anymore for you to grasp. Which is kind of scary in nature because everything goes into the impeding cloud. Whatever the hell that means. It's in the cloud. 
everything is in the cloud. That's pretty scary that your data is in the cloud. Everything that your content is can be utilized by somebody else. That's kind of eerie and scary at the same time. But that is the way that we have gone with, with technology. Um, social media is another place where you can have this facade of everything is perfect in your life. We see pictures of individuals saying like, oh, I'm living my best life, I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. But deep down inside, they're probably hurting and wanting to seek attention because no one is giving them their authentic self. You can put a facade through social media, through Facebook, through Twitter, through Instagram. You never see any negativity through social media unless it's a death of a loved one. And if it's a death of a loved one, you'll get either like the, the heart emoji or the sad emoji through Facebook. Because those are the only times that we're actually vulnerable. And most of the time, people are only looking at positive things. Either positive things that are going on in the world or who are we canceling next week because they did something egregious and we're just going to cancel them because we just want to cancel them. I mean, the cancel culture has been very salient in these past few years of what has transpired through social media. Um, that That is something that wasn't transpiring over about 15, 20 years ago. But social media has created that platform for individuals to get behind somebody and say, all right, we're going to cancel this person. Or we have individuals that have platforms and people have a following for those individuals. We have people that have become famous off of social media platforms, whether it's been the Instagrams, the Twitters, the Vines, now it's TikTok. Everybody has a platform, which I don't agree with. Not everyone should have a platform. Because sometimes the platform is just, how do I get attention for this five minutes of fame that I want to get in, chasing the next high? Social media works like a drug. Anytime that you post something and you receive a like, if you receive attention, that's endorphins that's going towards the brain. This is actually scientifically proven. If you like post a picture, you get like a whole bunch of likes. That feels good to the brain. And then... You have individuals that post something and it doesn't get that many likes. That's not good toward their their common man, their their spirit. So they, they take it down. It's like, felt cute right now, might delete later. And that's how we've gone through with technology. It's how we perceive people. It's through likes and dislikes of, of social media, which is... Wow, I never thought we would come to the standpoint uh, how social media and technology has dictated how we determine who likes us. And sure, people can have a platform, but not everyone deserves a platform because sometimes content that is being spewed is false, negative, hurtful, but that's the, the times that we live in. Um, freedom of speech, I guess, right? You have the opportunity to say whatever the hell you want, but there are consequences of what you say, and they can have either a positive and negative impact on your life. Your social media profile is part of your job description. So 
if you post a whole bunch of pictures doing a lot of quote unquote irresponsible things, um, that can be that can dictate you in receiving job opportunities um, because of the perception of how you are. Um, I've realized that social media is not private; it's very personal. And whatever you're disclosing out on your social media platforms, anybody has the opportunity to see. So, and and nothing is 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 in the confines of the home anymore. Nothing's private anymore. Even like level of intimacy, intimacy is not even private anymore. We seeing people, you know, making out with each other, doing God knows what, in in the heart of the camera. I mean, it's just like nothing can just stay intimate anymore. It's like sure you can love your partner. And, you know, be be all that, but sometimes some things should just be left at the private of, of your own home. I'm not saying you don't have to take a picture with your loved one. You take pictures, but you don't have to showcase everything that's transpiring in your life. And I think we're all guilty of this. When we go to a concert, we don't really enjoy a concert. We just go and post the whole damn thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I was here, and I'm just going to... Film this whole thing. When is the next time you're going to watch that video? I don't know. It's, it's sometimes you just have to enjoy the moment. Can we just have memories just for memories? But within this society and today, it's like, oh, I need to post that I was there to show that I was there. And that's something that I've been more cognizant and more conscious of, knowing that sometimes you just got to enjoy the moment that you're at. And saying like, hey, I was there. But in today's society, people are like, pics or it didn't happen. Which is which is which is frustrating, which is challenging. And then the way that technology has has dictated lives, all a person that is part of celebrity status, they, they say one thing and then their following will will be like lemmings and in, in and follow suit. It's whatever they say goes. And sometimes with these celebrities, they have to use their platform. They can use their platform for some positive things. But seeing what's going on in a, in a celebrity's life, I mean, looking at going on their Instagram live page, seeing how many people are looking at them, saying, oh my gosh, you're perfect. I wish I had your life. I wish I had this. Sometimes you gotta look. It's like, do you really want to be in their shoes? Do you really want to have that level of attention? Do you really want to have that level of scrutiny? Because you can be doing a lot of good things in your world, and then they'll find something in your past of what you did when you were like 10, 11 years old, and said, "Oh, look at what 10 and 11 year old individual did. They were being hateful, saying hate speech at 11 years old. Look at them. We're gonna cancel them." Or I'll take an example. Um, Brother Nature doing doing great things for the animal community. He got jumped. People was just using their phones, documenting Brother Nature getting jumped, and nobody was there to help him out. It's the way that's like, oh, I'm just gonna post this and watch Brother Nature get jumped. It's like. What happened to the level of empathy and actually caring about an individual instead of just posting something? It's like, oh, I'm just going to post this before before I lose sight on it. What actually happened to being human beings? Um, I've realized that technology has hindered the way that we talk and communicate with people. We're usually sliding into everybody's DMs. 
but we've never had a face-to-face conversation, a heart-to-heart conversation. Everything is done through the interwebs. We'd rather text a person than actually call a person, which we've, we've lost that level of empathy of actually having quality conversations. And I see it in, in today's generation. I've, I've noticed that individuals in today's generation would rather text than actually have a, a coherent conversation. Um, and I don't know what's transpired with that. I mean, they've, they've linked it with a lot of things. It's just like my anxiety is, is too bad to have an actual conversation with an individual. I'd rather do with this. It's, it's, it seems there's a lot of a lot of challenges that I've noticed with, with today's generation. Um, and I'm not talking bad about, about the generation. This is some things that I've observed. I've seen cousins have cell phones at eight, nine years old. It's like, who are you calling at eight, nine years old? On different Snapchats and Instagrams, Twitter, it's like, what are you doing? What type of content are you are you utilizing on there? And it just seems like there's a disconnect with the use of technology. You can have individuals all in one 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 setting and they're all on their phone looking down at their own phone. You can have a group of individuals all together and they are all looking at their phone. We have all been guilty of this. We have all sat in a room all together and have been conscious of utilizing our phone because it's convenient and it's technically like a drug. Our devices, our techno- technological devices are a drug. And they have utilized it so much. It's like, but nothing's going to change on the content. It's like, all right, this new person posted something on Instagram. This new person tweeted something. This new person posted something on Facebook. None of those things have changed in the last five minutes since you've opened up your phone. And then when we look at people's like Instagram stories, we're not looking at their Instagram stories verbatim. We're usually clicking forward to... Who knows what we're looking for? I don't think I've seen an individual that has literally gone on Instagram and done an Instagram story talking about their whole life and actually sat through and actually listened to that. Because I'm usually clicking fast forward to, all right, this this is irrelevant, 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 irrelevant. And then the person that is posting the thing, we always look at the bottom corner of like who has looked at our story, who has watched our story. Don't know why, but that is something that we have been conscious of. Oh, so-and-so has watched my story. Because we have been programmed. It's like, all right, the more people that watch our stuff, the better. I don't know. It's, it's something. It's just, it's like a drug that, that we've utilized. And with technology, the, the different kiosks that happen, that we happen to use at, at at grocery stores or even restaurants, those were jobs that young individuals used to have in retail. This is where the young folks were able to be able to count different money, um, be able to do that. I mean, we don't even have dollar bills anymore. We usually say, oh, I'll pay you back via Cash App, pay you back via Venmo. No one really holds cash anymore. Everything is electronic. Isn't that eerie isn't that scary that we don't have paper products for us to define what value money is so you're telling me that technology has a hold on my finances as well 
What if some computer hacker goes into my bank account and be like, all right, let me just take all this this money that may or may not exist. It's interesting how we value money, isn't it? it just, just things to think about. Um, the way that technology has come through and the loss of jobs with the level of automation that is going on. People are lacking the skill set to interact with individuals is what I've noticed. People don't make genuine eye contact with people. People don't have full-fledged conversations with anybody anymore. It's always via text. It's something that I've, I've become more conscious of. And as I've grown older, I've made sure to put my phone away. And during lunchtime, because I don't bring my, my phone to lunch when I go, go on lunch. I leave it at my desk because... I don't want to be distracted. I want to make sure that I'm ever present for the individuals that are surrounded by me. Yes, that is something that I make a conscious effort of doing. I have made a conscious effort of trying to put my phone down in, in certain standpoints. And besides, I'm, I'm not a, a mogul or a celebrity that needs to see how many followers that I had. I'm making this podcast just for the pure enjoyment of myself. And those that listen, I mean, I I hear feedback. It's like, yo, I'm listening to the podcast. I'm honestly surprised when people listen to the podcast because I'm not promoting it any other way than just my word of mouth. Like, if you want to go and promote it, go ahead and promote it yourself. Um, and I appreciate those that have been promoting it. But this has just been for me and my therapy that's going on. But technology has been a very fascinating site. We've gone from gas to electric cars. We've gone to... It's, it's, it's very interesting how everything is being catered towards us. And it is a blessing and a curse at the same time. But sometimes Google can't fix everything. Sometimes we need to figure it out on ourselves. And I think the critical thinking aspect has gone away, especially from this generation. It's been a challenge to think critically because we've always had a crutch of technology to help us think for ourselves. I remember one time when I was working at Washington State University, when the internet went out, the power went out, and everybody was like, oh my gosh, internet and power's out. You know what actually happened, which I really appreciated, which was the most organic thing that ever happened in my life, and I was very proud of this day. When technology, the internet was out, power was out, people got outside of their rooms, because I was working in the residence halls during that time, and they actually got outside and actually talked to their neighbors. They actually had a genuine conversation about what is going on, because they didn't have the technology for them to to go on social media, they actually got to know one another. And that was a great sight in life. And I will be always be my proudest moment when I was at Washington State because that was a time when the students were interacting with each other without the use of technology. They actually had a chance to get to know their neighbors. They've been living in these residence halls for three or four months, never having a conversation with an individual. But it's like, well, we don't have power. We don't have technology. Might as well meet and interact with other people. So I do believe that there is hope for the next generation. We just have to be conscious and cognizant of the way that we use technology. Yes, I'm not saying anti-technology all day. 
But there is a time and season for you to utilize technology. Just be conscious. When was the last time that you actually had a genuine conversation with an individual that wasn't through text message? When was the last time you actually called somebody? The last time that you FaceTime somebody? You can even do that. You can FaceTime somebody. When was the last time that you did that? When was the last time that you had an authentic, genuine conversation with an individual that wasn't through text? Just think about it. Those are some of the tidbits and nuggets. Like I said, technology has been a blessing. It's been a platform for me to utilize this podcast so that you're using it. And it's also been a challenge because it's really dictating and consumed our lives. And I wish we can revert back to the times when we did have genuine conversations with each other. But those are my thoughts. It's my perspective. And that's what I think. If you did feel like this resonated with you, you can go ahead and follow me. There I go with the technology. Follow me. Follow me on Instagram or Facebook at A Raw Perspective. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast about technology. My name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is A Raw Perspective, a fresh point of view. Peace. Peace. Peace.